Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, bus driver, John. Pull up a bus, John. I prefer Johnny Orlando, but I guess I'll take bus driver John, too. Uh, Hi. Oh, well, I don't like to say that all the time, because when I call you Johnny Orlando, I have to reveal that I'm still Captain Handsome, and I don't want to get a big, big head, John. I see, I see. That's why I don't do it all the time, John, but, you know... I don't know. So how are you? Uh, how was your day on the bus today, Johnny? Freaking people in their strollers. Other than that, Doug, just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand the big deal about folding your damn stroller. I mean, my God, you're st- you have enough money to stay in a place like Yacht Club. And folding a stroller at the end of the day, or not even the end of the day, the middle of the day is the worst part of your entire vacation. I just, I, I, it boggles my mind. What, you didn't have enough money to buy a backpack to put your 15 sweatshirts in? God, get over yourself. No. Anyway. No, I hear you, John. Preach, John, preach. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but it's all right. I got a, I got the Tron preview this week on Wednesday, and I've got one slot available, Mr. Davis. I'm waiting for that call from you going, you know what, John, I'm on my way down. I got it. I'm, I'm taking that last spot. Hey, John, so. you want to know something? There was a very good chance I was going to be. But my partner that's supposed to run this big brigada job, my buddy Donnie, who was supposed to help me run it, he was supposed to be there now. And then I was supposed to come in and help him run the job. Well, he blew his knee out. So now I'm there, and I'm going to be stuck here for the next couple months unless I blow my stack and get sent home. And that's always a possibility, John. So, But I would love well- to be there. Well, since you're not coming, let's see, maybe Judith or Tommy will have had enough of that stupid cold-ass weather up there in the, in the Arctic and uh, decide they want to come down. Barring that, if anybody happens to listen to the show, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday mornings, find me on Facebook, send me a message. I've got one slot available. I'll get you in about 325 on, uh, on uh, Wednesday, and you get a ride Tron with me. I don't get you into the Magic Kingdom, but you do get a ride Tron. So. 
Well, that would be awesome. So if any of our listeners, any of our good friends of the show that are always uh, around the parks, uh, let us know. Contact Johnny and he'll hook you up. You guys can... Uh, I would. Ha- I wish I could do it, but of all the previews that you had, John, this is probably the one I'm least I know. excited the, about. At least it interrupted in, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It, it, well, it, you know what, Doug? Maybe you'll get to see the train roll by while you're while we're waiting in line. See, that would do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would definitely do it for me. I'd hop on the train, ride it all the way around to Tomorrowland, get back off, and then go hop on the the people mover. I'd be in heaven, John. <laughs> that's that's my kind of, and maybe a rocky cruise on the Jungle Cruise, John. They'd be that's about my speed right about now, John. Anything right. faster than the Jungle Cruise is starting to rock the boat a little too much. No pun intended, but. Yeah, Judith and Tommy, they're freezing up there, dude. Minus thirty, oh, minus twenty. We got cold. We were like, we were like fifteen degrees here yesterday, and we're f- like forty-eight here today. Fifty. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I heard, I heard it's supposed to be like that in Boston too. It was what negative something yesterday, and then it's supposed to be forty-two tomorrow in Boston, which makes a whole lot of sense. I yeah. mean, right? And then the we're world. supposed to hit the sixties possibly here by the end of the week. So I don't oh, know what the geez. hell is going on. And I don't want that to happen because the trees will get all stupid and yeah. they'll bud and get us all our allergies all over again. Yeah, and then it'll freeze again, and then yep, just do nothing but give you a headache. So, but my birds are going to the Super Bowl, John. Do you believe it? Oh yeah, second time in five years. Yeah. To you. And then I gotta hear all the idiots, morons, and jerks. They're lucky. They didn't play nobody. They are. They are that good. They're. They're horrible. It's like shut up. Stop being there's so a, jealous. There's always haters, Doug. The the year that the Lightning won the Stanley Cup, it was because it was a COVID year. That's why they won the Stanley Cup. They won it the next year. Oh, it's because uh 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 the the, the salary cap miracles and da, 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 da. the mm. year the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Well, it's only because they had Tom Brady and da, da, da. Mm. there's always haters, always yeah. haters. But um, my buddy Tommy was texting me back and forth, and we spoke for a while, and even he. So I knew, I know it isn't just me. He was telling me he can't believe the hate that we're getting about the, uh, online and on Twitter and all. Like, two weeks, the game, the week before we played the Giants, Daniel Jones is the next Johnny Unitas. He's really turned the corner. He's amazing. And Saquon can't be tackled. He, they're going to come and Jalen's hurt and the Eagles, I think they're going to surprise. I think they're going to beat the Eagles up in, in their own stadium. I, everybody was picking the Giants to come in here after they beat the Vikings. And then we smacked them from one end of our stadium to the other. What was it, 38-7, John? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't pretty. And then you got people, oh, Purdy is the next Rocky. They're calling him Rocky. Oh, Purdy's coming in. You don't want no Purdy. So what do we do? We knock Purdy out. We knock the next quarterback out. Your, your, your coach is stupid enough to block one of the best pass rushers in the NFL with his, not even his good tight end in Kittle, his backup tight end, and you get your quarterback hurt, and it's our fault that we kicked your butt. We beat him up and down the field. We won our two playoff games by a combined score of 69-14, to 14, and we were lucky, John. We're no good. <laughs> All right, you just had a lot easy schedule, dog. That's yeah. all it was. Just yeah. to get an easy schedule. Uh, before that, it was... 
the Cowboys, after the Cowboys beat Tommy in Tampa Bay, the Cowboys have turned the corner. They're the beast of the East. They're going to go in San Francisco. They're going to beat the Niners and then come kick the Eagles' butts. You heard that story, too. Cowboys still home. They're home with Leatherface right now, their owner, crying about the Eagles, and they bought this and bought... The Eagles didn't buy nothing. The Eagles are one of the best teams under the salary cap. They got multiple first-round picks next year, multiple second-round picks, and your Jerry Jones Leatherface is trying to tell us we sold our soul. <laughs> A Leatherface? Yeah, that's what he looks like, Leatherface. But it's just sad, dude. It's like, shut up. I mean, our division was, was the best division in the NFC. We had three teams make the playoffs. Both the teams that were below us were supposed to beat us, and now we played nobody. Here's to the New York fans, here's to the Cowboy fans, here's to the Niners fans. Shut up, make some popcorn, sit on your couch with your blanket on and watch a real team play this year. And that's the bottom line, John. I'm not saying we're blowing Kansas City out. I, I think it's going to be a great game, but all I know is the Cowboys, the Niners, and the Giants are all sitting home crying, and that's all I see. So cry a little more. Do you agree with me, Johnny? Yeah, I saw an interesting thing this week, Doug. It, it, uh, I guess Jalen Hurts' father is a uh, a coach, right? And, uh-huh, Texas. Uh, yeah, and so if if Jalen Hurts' father was in the penitentiary for the last 10 years, he'd be all over ESPN, and, and what an amazing story that is that uh, mm-hmm. his dad's in prison and he was able to uh, uh, still, and, and maybe it'd be interesting. But at the same time, how about a little credit for a good dad? You're yeah. <laughs> saying, you know, I mean, it, you never get credit when you're when you're a good parent, right? hundred percent. It's phenomenal that both quarterbacks in this year's NFL Super Bowl are both African American. They're both black, and it's amazing. They're both great young men. They're great rep- representatives, and the one announcer on ESPN he quoted that. He said exactly what you said. He goes. The thing of it is, is it shows how important to all children that a father is. And we all need a father, right, John? Absolutely. So. And if you don't have a father, and sometimes you don't because my stepdad was utter poo-poo, yeah. but <laughs> you need a father figure, and my yes. brother filled that role. So exactly. God bless him. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, my mom believed in that a little too much. She went yeah. out shopping for me a father a little too early. And, <laughs> well, and, that ain't good and, either. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a good idea. No, I mean, but he usually, wasn't a horrible person, but he wasn't a great person either. So, I mean, you know. most kids that grow up with an interest of both parents, they need both. Of every, of course, everybody yeah. needs a, the mother is the most important thing. But both are important in certain ways. And most children that grow up that have that love from both sides, it, it's a little, it's a little easier on them, and they usually it's a little better life for you. So it's like. It goes to show you how important both parents are in, in, as role models. So, no, I'm excited, dude. I was going to get on here. Tommy was so nice to me this week, talking to me. I didn't want to, I didn't want to trash Tommy. I don't want to get in trouble for it, John. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I told you what but I. But I have a feeling you might do it anyway. No, so. I can't do it. I, I'm not going to yell about it. I'm just going to say, uh, the goat. Is retiring. Everybody thinks he's a go. We had this discussion. The only I would compare me and Tom. We spoke offline. I would compare Montana, and I would take Montana over Tommy just because of what they had to play through. But if you tell me Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, I ain't got a leg to stand on to argue against you, do I, John? 
No, not much of one, yeah. No, I mean, he, he, he's, he... He's pretty much proven himself. Yes, he deserves... I can't tell you no. He wouldn't be my choice, but I can't take it away from you. I understand you're loving him. But I just wish you would have waited till next week to retire. Instead, he had to do it this week and take away all the accolades of the two teams that made it to this year's Super Bowl. So on NFL Network... Every game, they had as many games with Tom Brady in it as usual, the two Super Bowl teams in it. It's like Tom Brady's greatest games were this week, multiple all his Super Bowl games this week. I had one Eagles game on the whole week. I had five Tom Brady Super Bowl games on this week. <laughs> the Eagles didn't make it to three Super Bowls, John. You know what I'm saying? It was everything Tommy, and that's he, he should have just waited. We all need stuff after the Super Bowl to fill time. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. You, if you would have retired in April, we would have ate it up like anything because yeah. there's nothing to watch. Well, right before the draft would have been a good time to do it, you know, stuff like that. So, so this is where I get in trouble where he's all about him. He wants to go out with the last flame of glory. He could have held it in for two more weeks. wasn't going to hurt anybody. There's no signings or nothing important to Tampa Bay right now that you guys have to know before the Super Bowl is over. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody's getting signed. Nothing's going on. He should have just waited till next week after the parade of whatever team wins it and then announced his retirement. Then they could have gave him a month, and they would have deserved all of it. I just think it was a little little off-putting that he tried to take the glory away from the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. But that's just me as an Eagle fan being butthurt. I know that. But do you disagree with me? Like You can see where I'm coming from a little bit there, right, John? Yeah, I understand, but like you, I mean... He already got his glory last year, retiring once, and then pulling the rug out from under us. (laughs) I'm just happy that uh, we, as a Bucks fan, we know already that he's retiring, so I don't have to keep that in mind all this time. So it's nice to know, regardless of what's going to happen, although it doesn't look good there. Well, it was kind of 90% he wasn't coming back to Tampa Bay anyway. So my point is he got the red carpet rolled out for him last year. He got all the boo-hoos and the crying last year. And then, oh, no, I take it back. I'm going to let my family leave me, and I'm going to play another year. He should have quit last year. It would have been even better. But I hope, I hope his, I hope, I'll say this on a positive. I hope him retiring now maybe can get his family. But I hope things go wonderful for him. I hope he's, I hope he takes Tony Romo's job because I can't stand listening to Tony for another minute. I hope he takes Greg Olson's job. I hate that guy. Me too, dude. Absolutely hate him. I like he's Greg Olson the human. All get out. He is. As a commentator, he's annoying. As a human he's, being, oh, he's, he's great. Horrible. Yeah. He's horrible. He went through a lot of things with his son, with Children's Hospital, and I heard stories about what he did for the other kids that were in care. So. Well, God bless him, but he's, he's still a good a human. Commentator. But I don't want to hear him talk. <laughs> yes. No, I don't either. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, he ends up one side or the other and ends up sticking on it the whole game. Him, Moose, him and Moose Johnson annoy the hell out of me and Tony. I Believe it or not, I do like Troy Aikman. I, I, I like Troy Aikman. I like. Uh, I don't mind Chris Collinsworth. Lisa absolutely hates Chris Collinsworth. Can't stand him. So, yeah, I, I used know. to hate I guess we, we, all, we all have our own likes and dislikes when it comes to announcers, I suppose. Yeah, but, Everybody hates Joe Buck, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes him good. He's an equal opportunity idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You you understand what I'm saying, and that's what I... Yeah, his hatred's across the board, so... (laughs) I like the way he called... I like Buck and Aikman. Like, they have have made legitimacy of Monday Night Football again. Like, Monday Night Football feels like it did when I was a kid again. Now that you have them on there, so... I wish they were doing the game. Instead, Olsen is doing the game, which sucks. Yeah. But... 
Anyhow, my birds are going to Super Bowl, and I'm totally happy, and they deserve it. Nobody can, I don't want to hear they don't bite me. <laughs> you know? So, there you go. But anyhow, another big... I just can't believe there's only one game left in the friggin' football season. No yeah, more we're... college football, no more NFL. Yeah. Yeah, stinks. Really. It's like so quick. Yeah. It does. And now I got to root for my, uh, the only positive thing around here is we got the Sixers, if somebody don't break in Bede's face again this year, we have a good shot at the championship because I think we'd have won it last year if we didn't get his face broken. So we got a really great basketball team, and my Phillies just look good, dude. Mom's all happy about her Phillies. So Not good. And speaking of mom, with that segue, it's mom's 89th birthday today, John. So everybody say happy birthday to Mary Lou and wish her a healthy new year, a new another year for her. So, 89 years young, huh? 89, yep. And right before we got on, I was prepping the filet mignons for her. There you go, getting ready. Yep. Who do you think has the biggest filet mignon? Probably Presley. He does. <laughs> He's looking right at me now. I was marinating them before we ate, and I said, which one do you want? I picked out the three for me and the two girls, and I said, I'll give Presley the biggest one. Which is, of course, the segue into Doug talking about how expensive groceries are as he makes the filet mignon for his dog. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Dude, yeah, they were 20 bucks a pop. Not a pop. It was 40 bucks for four filet mignons, but it's my yeah. birthday. But listen to this. Brenda went out shopping today because they're having a lady's retiring at her job. So Brenda was bringing uh, chips. My wife bought four bags of chips, three dips, and one other small item. $50, John, for four bags of chips, three things a dip, and she bought, like, broccoli or something to go, you know, for us. 50 bucks, John. Like, what the hell, dude? How are we all going to afford to live anytime soon? Uh, chips and dip are, uh, I mean, that's, we, we do a lot of uh, uh, comparison shopping, Doug. I mean, when we go shopping, we pay attention to Publix, buy one, get ones, and uh, mm -hmm. when Dixie, buy one, get ones. We have to do that because of our budget. I yeah, mean, well, yeah, ours you, is the you, same. You this you, is for a party. You can't just go buy, yeah, you just can't go buy, you know, regular price stuff. It's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, she had to get this for the party, and she's not bringing a... Pumpernickel's uh, chips or, you know, Joe's <laughs> chips, you know. She's bringing Lay's and, you know, what I'm saying. Great and, value? What are all yeah. great value ruffle yeah. chips? Come on. <laughs> and she bought the big tub of, uh, like, the triple size, you know, the nice size tub of uh, onion dip, which that was like 10 bucks for one thing. Of onion. It's crazy, dude. It's absolutely yep. nuts out there right now. And then we went shopping yesterday. I spent $245. I saw $305 this week in groceries, John. So we're averaging like twelve to $1,300 a month just for food. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it's nuts. But things are better if you listen. Everything is great right now. Everything is wonderful. Uh, what else we have? Finally, oh, did you see, if you, you watch any balloons being shot down? Carmen and Brian watch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it was heading to Carmen and Brian's house. They wanted to spy on peas and carrots and see what the yes, hell was going on yeah, with them. Yeah, so. yeah. What are those two doing in their condo down there in Myrtle Beach? But no, I, uh, like, they said it was shot down as soon as it possibly could be, John. But it was over top the United States, and they made, they made the order, and they had to wait for it to get over the ocean. Well... 
How the hell did it get here over our country and not be noticed before? I had to be over water before it got here. Am I? It came in. Yeah. As, as far as I know, it came into Alaska and into Canada. Uh, so it probably came across the Bering, uh, the Bering Strait somewhere up that way. Yeah. So uh, uh, why didn't when it got to off the coast of Alaska out there? Why didn't we uh, shoot it down then? I mean, let's let it just take pictures all the way across the country, and then we'll get it after they're all done getting everything they need. <laughs> yeah, if they're gonna do that all the time, they're gonna have to devise a way to cap to, uh, uh, you know, put that thing down without it actually endangering anybody in the ground. Yeah, well, we need a big, huge vacuum cleaner plane. That's what I was thinking. Some kind of net or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's just stupid, dude. But anyway, the point I was making is every time you turn the news on, you think you've seen it all, and now (laughs) you really have it right now, dude. A balloon? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just watching the news anymore is, it's it's almost, movies are less make-believe than what's going on in real life right now. So... Uh, I got, oh, I wanted to say, I got clients coming down in March, two different sets, and I wanted to let everybody know this, and I don't know if you knew this, if you need bed rails put on your beds, call, ask your travel agent if you got, you know, three, four, and five-year-old toddlers or whatever, you don't want them rolling out, they'll put the bed rails on your extra bed, but also I found out, uh, and I got it for one of my clients, do you know they'll give diaper genies in the room for free? Well, isn't that exciting? Yeah, well, well, dude, you have a... And they, the lady couldn't believe that I got it for for free. I said, well, if you really think about it, I'm sure the maids and Disney are all on board not to have diapers in their trash cans. <laughs> when it, It's funny, Doug, when we uh, had uh, Lisa's baby shower for JJ, we ended up with like five diaper genies, right? Because people just... You know, my friends didn't know what the hell to buy. Well, so I dream of genie, man. I bought everybody we got five five diaper genies and the fact is we used it for about a month mm-hmm. and it was the biggest pain in the butt and then it was the most it, you, to buy the resupply bags was super expensive we found that if you just put the dirty diaper in a Walmart bag and tie it up it's mm-hmm. just as effective so well, you know. the, the problem is up here in New Jersey you no longer get Walmart bags <laughs> True enough. Yeah, you know, we're not so. allowed to have them anymore, John. But you can sell diaper genie bags. You figured that one out, John. <laughs> the hypocrisy uh. in it all, John. Just like Disney owned the Splash Mountain bag. Well, now it'll be Tiana. Well, you think Tiana will have bags, John? Yeah, maybe they'll have their own two bags. I yeah, don't they're going I don't know have... if Tiana will have the Ziploc bags or not. I bet you she does, John. They're not going to turn down. They're already in bed. I took the picture last week at Target of the, of the Ziploc bag. Uh, but anyhow, speaking of Tiana, Disney reveals the new storyline details of Tiana's Bayou Adventure at Walt Disney World. It starts off, all you racists that like Splash Mountain, I'm kidding, John. Uh, Disney has today released new details of the storyline of Tiana's Adventure. The new attraction will be replaced by Splash Replace Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World. The overview of the story is described by Kevin Rafferty Jr. Communications. At a young age, Tiana developed a deep passion for cooking and began to dream of one day opening her own business. Her father, James, taught her that good food brings folks together. Do you think there'll be like a drive through where you get some food along the <laughs> splash, John? Sounds, sounds good to me. Yeah. Her father taught her that good things... Folk, good food brings folks together. Tiana's bio adventure is going to show us 
where <coughs> excuse me, Tiana's life has taken her following the success of Tiana's Place, a restaurant she had dreamed of owning and worked hard, so hard, to make dreams come true. Uh, so, within the attraction queue, guests will discover there's going to be a queue, not a virtual queue, sit outside Yay. in your car. Guests will discover that she continues to grow her business with Tiana's Food, an employee-owned corporate Combining her talents with those of the local community, Tiana's has transformed aging salt mine and built a beloved brand. I wonder if they'll sell food along the new uh, queue line, John. <laughs> well, I got I've rumor for you when it comes to that. Oh, yeah? What's the rumor? Uh, something that me and you actually talked about, Doug. Uh, maybe... Uh... Uh, uh, Pecos Bills uh, being closed and refurbished as a uh, Cajun eatery. Uh, that would be nice. Yep. Rumor has it there's mm -hmm. a definite possibility coming that way. So I wouldn't be surprised because in Disneyland they're opening up a Tiana's uh, restaurant. There you go. So that so. uh, makes sense. The endeavor began with Tiana's, pur Tiana's purchase of the salt mine and salt mine and the area surrounding the large salt dome. It's operated from, with the help of her mother and Dora, and, and Naveen Lewis and fellow owners of the corporate of the cooperative, Tiana revived the old salt mine and the surrounding land, growing a wide array of vegetables, herbs, and spices for her recipes. So I wonder if you're going to be, I guess, coming down the mountain into a big garden. Yeah, there was there were sections of it up top that were already set up like a garden, so maybe they're just expanding that area. So I don't yeah, know. It, yeah. Interesting. The multi-facade enterprise has turned into an aging salt mine into space that has come alive, complete with a boutique farm and both working and teaching kitchen. Tiana's food is where Tiana and her colleagues create all sorts of new products that are bringing to the bringing that they are bringing to the world. Sorry, this is written bad. Including the line on the original hot sauces. So you get some. I wonder if you go, we're going to drop into a bat of a hot sauce, John. Or maybe they're going to have those in the gift shop. No, I wouldn't be surprised about that, John. Tiana's, Tiana's wants to give big thanks to her family and friends and the entire community for all the support they've given her by throwing an amazing party during Mardi Gras season. When it turns out there's been a big mix-up with the party preparations. Tiana invites us to meet her at Tiana's Foods to help with the missing ingredients for the party. So, they're telling me a lot, but I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. It, it don't, yeah. don't it to you, dude? Yeah. It's like this whole story here, I'm getting a lot of background, but I'm not getting what the ride's going to be. When we yeah. arrive, we may see Tiana spruced up the company's facility with a vibrant art from local artists. Food for the party is being prepared and beignets are being loaded into crates for the celebration. All kinds of preparations are underway for the journey into the bayou with Tiana's along with the new familiar friends and animated film. Now, if they wanted to open up Tiana's across the way for Pecos Bills and they make you smell food the entire time you're on this ride you know how much food they will sell across the street <laughs> if they if they make uh, me and lisa smell beignets the entire time yes. we're in line i think it's sold already so yeah picking up where the story left left off tiana continues bringing people together with tiana's food another treasure 
treasured meeting place to spend time together and celebrate a diverse community. Tiana's is almost working with corporate members to teach gardening to cooking to children of all ages, inspiring women to run successful businesses as a brand grows nationwide. So your guess is as good as mine, but that's the whole story of Tiana. What they this person should have just told us to watch the movie. There you go. Uh, speaking of watching the movie, the Soren movie is on my on YouTube right now. It's in four K, John. They're sitting down watching my boy Putty right now. Is there anything better than that? Putty's pre show on that? Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty iconic for that attraction isn't it yeah i love that pre-show and when he goes to george it has the guy that looks like george and tells him to put his ears away yeah but nah dude i i hope they do wonders with it i just hope it's not i hope it's not i hope they do better than what they did with frozen do you agree with me on that yeah yeah and i hope that well i mean hopefully they keep or or up uh change some of the animatronics and stuff like that now the uh the whole face thing uh, on frozen i'm not a fan of i don't care for the mapping on on animatronics face it it just gives me the willies so <laughs> i like no. i like classic animatronics better you know and so. i like everything i've seen from mickey and minnie's runaway railroad but i don't need the mapping on this either I, on I everything yeah, yeah i mean exactly. it's the cheap way to go in my opinion i want to see the i i I hope they have an animatronics. I hope, like, uh, maybe where all the bands used to be and all that when you're in the uh, with, with Splash Mountain, when you're where all the animatronics are, maybe they'll do a big, huge uh, assembly line of cooking or and stuff like that. But I want to see animatronics doing all this. I don't yeah, want to see exactly. a bunch of mapping. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they have... I mean, all of that stuff is set in there already. You know what I mean? So it should be... It should be done with animatronics i would hope so i hope to god dude i really do because i don't want to see that i just don't want to see if they do it with the mapping it's just going to be another log it's going to be another flume ride is all it'll be and that's what i loved about it because the flume ride to me was the secondary enjoyment of that attraction because the animatronics yeah. and the music made me smile from beginning to end on that ride the drop was like the icing on the cake but to me if you didn't even have that drop, that ride would have still been great. Do you agree with me? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, the queue was nice, and then uh, uh, just and not to mention the length of the attraction. It's one of the longest riders that rides out there. So yes, that was great. Uh, take a nighttime POV ride through Tron Light Cycle Run at Walt Disney World. I'll tell you what I did this, dude, and uh, it, it's pretty crazy. The lighting's really cool, dude. And with the way the lighting is, it, it kind of makes the ride seem real... F it, it, let me know Wednesday if it makes it seem twice as fast as what it is, because that's what the video seems to do to me. Yeah, I'll be riding it between 3 and 4 o'clock, so it won't be dark when I when I ride it. But Yeah, but inside uh, the building it will be. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be, I think it's going to be a dark ride inside, so... Uh, I hear your brethren down there turned down this... Uh, unequivocally turned down the offer Disney made the unions. Yeah, from what I saw, it was about 96% voted no, so there you go. It's kind of a, uh, that's a profound no. Yeah, the 4% that voted yes gets kicked back somehow in management from Disney <laughs> is what, what that's all about. When it's that bad, you must feel like a total butthead to be the 4%. I'm just saying. 
Uh, yeah, union cast members at Walt Disney World over, over, overwhelmingly reject Disney's latest contract offer. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last time that there was all all the unions were together in a contract negotiation, they turned it down four times. They went to four votes before it passed. So, yeah, that's I, about what, that's about what our last collective bargaining took. Yeah, I don't think my uh, my raise will be coming for a while, but when it does. I'll have a considerable chunk of back pay. So. Yes. Yeah, you'll have. Our contracts expire October first. So. Yeah, I got one of those. Gonna... I got one of those retroactive checks a year, a few years ago. Hold on, Presley has to go out. Go ahead, dude. He goes to the door like he wants to leave, and then he won't go out. He just has to see what's going on out there. Because I have the office door closed. Now i got to have it open so he could keep an eye on his mother. Uh, according to Unite Here, local 733, 14,263 Walt Disney World Union members voted on Disney's latest contract, offering 96% of them rejected the deal. And out of the 42,000, it was rejected. Employees, that's how many are at Walt Disney World. It says 42,000 employed through Disney's Florida businesses. So, uh, bargaining accessions took place. It started on November 29th and December 1st with wages increases, health care costs, and retirement the top agenda. The existing contract being renegotiated expired on October 1st. It's amazing how you're supposed to, like, like I was told when I joined the union back in the day, when that contract ran out, we didn't go to work. It's kind of hard to have any leverage if you go to work, John. I know, right? Yeah, well, so what's the point of a contract if uh, yeah. we just keep working? I mean, <laughs> See, my opinion, the 42,000 should stand out in front of the gates and say, nobody's working today and nobody's getting in to work. And I think negotiations would go a lot quicker, John, if the parks were shut it, down a few days. It would be an extremely short strike, I guarantee you that. Yes. Yeah, if, that, if everybody stood together, if everybody stood uh -huh. together, that'd be the thing. Yeah, so. that's the problem. But that's what needs to be done. It's the only way it gets done. I'm not saying hurt anybody or anything like that. Just don't let them in. You're not coming yeah, in. Just don't go to work. Uh, uh, Florida legislated continue with the political side of the parks with money and all. Florida legislation... Legislators will hold a special session next week to consider the state, the state's takeover of Disney World Ready Creek Improvement District. I would wait till the strike's over, guys. <laughs> uh, it looks like our buddies, the Incredibles, are returning to the studios, John. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love the Incredibles, dude. I like going up and flexing next to Mr. Incredible, showing him what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which one? Which one uh, do you intimidate more, him or Gustav? Uh, Gustav. Gustav won't even walk in the same room as me, dude. Ah, I see. I see. See, okay. that's Captain Handsome over there with the guns. I'll tell you what. It was nice during the game that our buddy Pat Gennetti and all of our friends of our show were texting me and tweeting me, telling me good luck. So I really appreciated all the you even did, Bobby did. It was nice getting all the warm wishes, John. Uh, well, if we can't win, it's nice to see a friend win. Yeah, well, if any team deserved to win this year, it's the Birds, the year they had. 
Disney has updated it. The My Disney Experience app to list the schedule for the new characters meet and greets at de that debuts at Disney Hollywood Studios earlier this week. Goofy and Max will appear at Grand Avenue in the Star Wars Galaxy Edge entrance at 1045, 1115, 1145, 1215, 1245, 2, 315. Grab a guide map, guys, and uh, if you want to see the characters, they're going to be all over the parks now, and uh, they'll let you know when they're going to be there. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible are, are near Hollywood and Vine, and they'll be there between 10.30 in the morning and 5 p.m. How's that sound? Better, John? Much better. Yes. And there's a bunch going to be showing up there. Uh, Oh, uh, what's the lady's name? Uh, the all the all the incredible characters are going to be there, John. Edna Edna Node. Yeah, Edna Node and Frozone are going to also be there. The, the screen was very good, John. The screen was skipping, but Frozone and Edna's Edna's going to be there, which is cool too. There are two characters that I love when they have the secondary characters there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That's why I like uh, on our buses when we're actually. Uh... Uh, doing floating, which is what I kind of ended up doing today in the afternoon, mm -hmm. which basically means you're just filling in where you are and stuff like that. The, they go through the secondary characters as what we put on our buses. So like right now, it, and not necessarily secondary, but not the main character. I mean, I guess you would say Sully and Mike are the main characters in uh, Monsters, but yes. we have Sully on there right now. And then, you know, like for Star Wars, it was R2-D2, not Luke Skywalker, Leia, yeah, you yeah. know, um, yeah, that type of stuff. So we always have the secondary or the or the sidekick characters on, on the buses for being a floater. So. Well, besides Harrison Ford in, in the original Star Wars, I think after him and Chewie, my four main characters of Star Wars was Harrison, Chewie, uh, R2-D2, and C-3PO. The other ones got on my nerves. <laughs> They were my, they were my Fab Four, John. I see, I see. Uh, some of the best parts of Star Wars was when Chewie and CP3, C3PO would get in their fights on the, on, on the piece of junk. Oh, yeah, the little uh, arguments. Yes. Yes, they were the, the, they were hysterical over chess and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, Space Mountain exterior refurbished continues. Uh, shows the guys working outside on the side of the facade which really looks cool nice to see them fixing that up uh, Disney World operating hours are released now through April 4th so if you guys are headed down park hours are available through then and make sure you make your reservations guys I booked the trip this morning and I feel sorry for whenever those cast members have to listen to me cry on the phone John I can't imagine you crying, God, no. no but we've talked about this before. It just aggravates, and a lot of them agree with me. Like, John, if I was coming down in March right now and I had to make reservations for what park I want to be at each day, it's just so annoying. I, Dude, how many times, John, have you had a plan and you completely change it? Like, And I know you don't usually plan, plan, but you had a thought in your mind, oh, we get out there, we're going to go right to the Magic Kingdom, right? And then you'll get there that yep. day and you just feel like going to Epcot, right? I absolutely love planning, but unfortunately, my family uh, does not. Lisa has her own mindset when it comes to our vacation, so, uh, and it, it's oftentimes a lot slower than mine is. So, yeah, my plans usually go. You know what they always say? Uh, uh, God or man plans and God laughs. 
and that's usually what happens to me. Yeah. So. But my reasoning is, is, and I think I said this on last show to show before, but I'll say it again, and people know I'm very redundant, and it's my show, and I'll repeat myself if I want to. <laughs> but, I, like, it. if I'm headed down, and you know how much, John, I mean, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, I love because it's, it's the original, it's, I love everything about it or all, but my two favorite parks that I enjoy going to are the Animal Kingdom and Epcot the most. And we've talked about this many a time. But, and I don't think the Animal Kingdom is as hot as everybody says it is, but if it's, if it's high 90s and I plan on going to Animal Kingdom and two days later it's going to be 86, John, what day would you prefer to go to the Animal Kingdom? <laughs> I can't imagine. Gee, uh, I'm going to go with the 86. Yeah, so, yeah, but you really don't know that three months out, do you, John? But when you get down there, how many times have... Me and Brenda have done this so many times where we've gone to Animal Kingdom three days in a row and then go back to Epcot or Magic Kingdom that night. We we just, we get in the mood. There's been times where we've gone out to the the best days we've had is we walk out to the bus depot at Port Orleans French uh, Riverside and whatever bus came first is where we went. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I used saying? to do that all the time. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. No, you can't. It's, it's stupid. It's like what I said to the lady on the phone and she agreed. I said... Did planning a trip right now and doing all the stuff you have to do, it's almost like some people have jobs that have less work to do than what you got to do to go on vacation at Disney now. Uh, absolutely. There's so much planning involved with everything now. And, and there's still people, it, it amazes me that uh, there's still some people that just, they don't, they don't understand the whole, the whole idea of a Disney vacation and how, how much work goes into it. I had a couple on the bus today that I heard talk over, over, uh, overheard talking to another couple, and they were telling them that they got to the Magic Kingdom yesterday and walked 13 miles and rode three rides because they didn't know where anything was. Yeah. And so they even had Lightning Lane, but they didn't pay attention to the maps. They didn't pay attention to, uh, you know, and, and really research. And so they walked all day to across the park, across the park, across the park to, to go on three rides. So, no, yeah, it's okay. a shame, and it shouldn't be like that. It just, it's, it's, it's crazy, dude. It really is, and it, it's, it's sad. Like I, I'm, I, and when my clients now that I'm booking these trips for, when I constantly get on them, make sure you make reservations. Go on my Disney Experience. Make, do we really have to plan out all of our food? Well, you'll be out of good counter service, but don't plan on eating in any restaurant that you don't plan on making a reservation for. I'm not saying you won't be able to, but. I don't know if you, I can't guarantee it. You know what I'm saying, John? If you don't book, yeah. you're, there's no, but the, the point is, so we have to book all of our dining ahead. I got to call about my son. I got to do, it's like, I feel like I'm giving them freaking homework, John. It is homework. It really is. It's, it, it, it's crazy how, how, how crazy it has gotten. And a lot of the cast members I speak to, they won't, you know, they would never say it on air, but they all agree because I've had a few basically kind of telling me that I got to hear it all freaking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? From me and all the other travel agents. So, uh, Mo the Moana World of Water is a journey, journey of water inspired my. What a mouthful that is. <laughs> How about the Moana water feature? How about yes, that? Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to. From here on out, we're going to call it Mo. How's that sound, John? NWF. Yeah. We'll call it Mal for for water. Moana and water. We'll call it Mal Water. Mal Water Moana. is 
Mawora. 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 There you go. We got to make T-shirts up. Mawora. Uh, but anyway, my Mawora is coming along, John. Uh, the journey construction. You could see a lot of it from the monorail. It really looks. It's going to be. I bet it's going to be a nice. It, it, it's going to look like to me. Everything I'm getting from it, it's going to be like a nice walkthrough park. Yeah, with waterfalls, I imagine stuff like that. So. See, like, and this is what'll kill me, John. Between me and you, right? Don't tell any all the other idiots that I'm saying this to you. Like, you know, all the idiots that say Animal Kingdom is not fun and it's. It's, it's just a zoo or there's nothing to do there or whatever now this looks like it's going to be like one of those trails around the tree of life or something like that that's already at the animal kingdom that people hate but when it comes here to epcot oh this is the most incredible thing i've ever seen where there's real the real thing is right at animal kingdom am i wrong yeah there you go but i don't know i hear a lot of people complain about epcot too it's not a cart good park for kids. I can't believe we spent all day there. My kids had nothing to do. So, yeah, I hear that too. Yeah, well. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Epcot's the greatest, dude. I don't want to hear you pick on it. And the barges are going away. i That's the day I might have to come, John. If we hear an announcement that those barges are going away, I might have to come down there and dance through World Showcase, John. There you go. Um, more dates sell out for Disney After Hours at Hollywood Studios. This event here is basically, yeah, uh, you have to pay or it's broken down most of the time to get on uh, any of the Star Wars rides, especially the good one, as they call it. I want to go on the good Star Wars one. What's that one called again? What's it called again, John? I, Rise I'm, of the Resistance. I'm guessing, I'm guessing yeah. that would be Rise of the Resistance, yes. but Smuggler's Fun is pretty fun, too. Yeah, so. but... Yeah, we got to get on that Star Wars one, the the good one, not the other one. They're, 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 you know, I want to do the other one too, but the good one, yeah. The big one, yeah. The big one. It's always shut down and broken, that one. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance. But basically, this is selling out for all the people to be able to do Rise. They can't get on Rise is basically the way I say it. Uh, it says, Disney remains the most admired media and entertainment company according to Fortune. Well, that's sad. It is. I admire it myself, but it's sad that nothing else with the times that we're having right now can even compete with it. That's why they keep getting away with all they're doing. Oh, dude. 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival Garden Rocks Dining Package details, John. Well, you got to eat, and I'm all for this, but really, to listen to any of your performers, you really don't need to do this to be able to get a seat. <laughs> It isn't like uh, it isn't like uh, Elton John or is is appearing here or Lady Gaga. I mean, usually can get a seat. Am I am I wrong, John? Uh oh, Johnny, Johnny went into those major mountains. You went into the major mountains, John. No, black hole. Black hole. I lost you in there for one minute. I lost you in uh, uh Darth Vader hole. <laughs> There you go. No, it's, it's, this isn't the candlelight processional. That's the one that's hard to get into. So. Yeah, I mean, we you can always find the seat or stand. You can always stand to see it. It's, it's a, I mean, it's not like it's a, an hour and a half concert either to perform. What are they, like 35, 40-minute shows at a time, John? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty hit, uh, do their hits. So. Yeah, but I would recommend it because it kind of, you know, you got to eat anyway, so... 
But the package, the package you get, the package gets you a meal at an Epcot restaurant with guaranteed seating at the Garden Ross concert series on the same day. And this, this concert series is not actually, it's called the American Adventure Pavilion, but it's really not, it's not part of America, our buddy Pat says, right, John? Yeah, I believe the, I think he thinks it's part of Canada. Yes, I don't know what he, it's part of the water, apparently. World Showcase Lagoon. But anyway, Garden Rocks concert series. I, I the love the thing. I love the arguments that you had years ago with uh, <laughs> friends of the show that <laughs> you just don't forget about. It's great. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to my wife, John, I don't forget oh, anything, dude. Uh, yeah, nothing. There's not, dude. I mean, I'm serious. I'm serious. You must have talked to uh, Pat about that what seven years ago or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't forget nothing, John. I'm just oh, telling you great. this now. I don't forget anything, buddy. My, it's one of the qualities my wife loves so much about me, John. <laughs> I bet. I <laughs> my mother-in-law and my brother and my brother-in-law. My family loves that I don't let anything go, John. That you recall everything, yes. 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 And between me and you, John, I don't always have to be right. Uh -huh. But I usually uh -huh. am. Uh, the eight participating restaurants this year with Spice Road Table and Regal Eagle offering same-day packages without reservations. Well, they're two of the best. I mean, out of all these besides Canada, they'd probably be my second and third choice. Would you agree? Or fourth. At La Cellier, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. but no, I mean uh, Rosen Crown, my bad. Did you hear about the drunk getting arrested at Rosen Crown, dude? I did not. Yeah, there was a drunk last week. It, allegedly, he they literally an off-duty cop and security and all had to get him out there. He was screaming at one of the waiters, and he was going nuts in there, dude. He he got thrown out of the park and banned from the park. It was a pretty ugly story. So I'm glad uh, I was somebody in, drunk at Epcot. Mm, Interesting. But inside <laughs> Rose and Crown, I'm glad it didn't happen to me because. I would have sat by and not said a word. You know that, John. I'm sure you wouldn't have been banned also from the park. <laughs> Dude, I, not my Rosen Crown. Leave my Rosen Crown alone. But anyway, offering same-day package without reservations. Our Akrush's Royal Banquet Hall at Norway Pavilion. What do you think a meal is there, John? Akershus, you get the meal, you get the concert. I'm going to go with that's a fine, fine sixty-four ninety-five. Seventy-four dollars, John. I'll give Son you. A, I'll give you a little hint. There's no ninety-fives at all. It's just straight dollars here. Okay. It's seventy-four adult, forty-eight child. Now we're gonna go to the beer garden, the Germany Pavilion. What do you think that is, John? Sixty-two. Sixty, John. Very good. Child thirty-four. Ah. I'd rather have the beer garden over Akrishes. What about you? <laughs> I'm half German, Doug. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> and I know you like your wiener, John. So anyway. And I like my beer. Yeah. Beer and wiener. Yeah. Doesn't matter which came first, the chicken or the egg, the beer or the wiener. John will take both. Coral Reef Restaurant at the Living Sea, John. What do you think that is? Uh, that's the one I'm going to be skipping, but uh, let's go 65 on that one. 69, John. Uh, 27 for children. 
Garden Grill Restaurant. That's at the Land Pavilion, so everybody knows. What do you think the bang for the buck is there? 56. 66, John. 43 per child. Uh, I guess I better step my prices up about 10 bucks. Okay. All right. Yeah. LaSalle Steakhouse, John. Uh huh. Uh, eighty-five. Ooh, if you'd have gone up by ten bucks, you'd hit it right on the nose. Ninety-five. Ninety-five like an adult and thirty-six for a child. Uh, Regal Eagle Steakhouse, Craft Drafts and Barbecue, American Adventure Pavilion. What's the price on this one, John? Twenty-five. Thirty-five. If you went ten, you'd have got it, buddy. How how are you charging thirty five dollars for barbecue and they don't even it's not even a a, a, ca- a sit down restaurant? Hey really? dude, don't question Disney. All the idiots will be mad at you for doing it. Thirty five dollars for for a brisket sandwich, fries. Oh, yeah. okay, you say yeah. so. And the cult, you know, the Disney cult followers, twenty per child. You know, <laughs> Pam would be like, well, listen. If you're going to be cheap, you can head over and get a $35. But real Disney fans eat the $95 at La Cellier. I just couldn't see myself eating anywhere else. <laughs> ah, I know what show you listen to and get frustrated with. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so hoity-toity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only playing. You deserve it. You work hard. You play hard. But... I'll tell you what, I, I, Spice Road some Table, of us, yeah. Doug, some of us work hard and still can't play hard, so, yes. <laughs> you know, but it all depends on all these, really, what you're in the mood for, too, sometimes I'm not in the mood for a certain thing, uh, Rose and Crown, John, what do you think that is? All right, I was going to go 65, so I'll go 75. No, actually, Rose and Crown is always the budget conscious. 59, John. There's a winner right there. Yes. And 25 child. And this is the winner for me. Spice Road Table, John. Yeah, that's probably a budget one, too. 55. 47. Oh, that is. And this is what you get at Spice Road, because they have it written down here. Spice Road Tables includes two small plates a shared dessert platter, and a non-alcoholic beverage. All other participating restaurants include an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or one full buffet-style meal where applicable, as well as non-alcoholic beverages. Garden Rock's dining package are only offered Friday to Monday during Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival. Hey, dude. I'm in, if me and Brent, like, say you and Lisa went, like, me and Brenda went. If the four of us went, we could get eight plates, dude. How awesome would that be? Yeah, yeah, you could try a little bit of everything, couldn't you? And and we would get two full dessert platters, because it says a half dessert platter. We would get two full dessert platters. We'd be living large. I'd say, listen, I'll pass on the two dessert platters. Can we just get one more plate of something? There you go. Yeah, but... No, dude, I think I think it would be Spice Road. I mean, La Salier ain't bad either because you go there for a meal, it's going to be $95 a person. <laughs> That's without a doubt. So. Yeah, and if you get the appetizer and a dessert, yeah, I, I, for La Salier, I mean, it's expensive for, for uh, yeah, yeah, that's not that bad, though, no. I mean, really, for La Salier, So yeah. No, because your, your steak alone is going to be 65 
60, yep. 65. And then you get an eighteen, nineteen dollar appetizer yeah. and a and a dessert. Seventeen, yeah, yeah seventeen dollar dessert. So. Yeah, you get two and appetizers because each of you just get one. And I tell you what, I'm not going to La Cellier and freaking having a glass of tea though. No, so, <laughs> I mean come on. Uh -uh. So. No, so, John, you ready to hear me do a little singing? Oh, I've been waiting for it all day. Well, anyway, let's tell everybody who's going to be performing at the concert series, John. Ooh. When uh, uh, let me go way out on a limb here and say somebody from the monkeys. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, John. There might not be. Uh, Hanson. Uh, let's see, who else is that? No Hanson, uh, John. No Hanson. Uh, no Hanson. And, and uh, no monkeys, John. Really? All right. Well, then I guess I don't know. There's one there that's every year there, dude, for sure. It's one that says blankety blank, 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 featuring blank, blank. Oh, uh, Mickey Thompson from Starship. <laughs> Very or good, yeah. Starship. <laughs> God. Starship featuring Mickey Thompson, dude. Yeah. But anyway. We built this city. Yeah. On rock and roll. <laughs> we built this city. Anyway, March 3rd and, 3rd and 4th. Journey former lead vocalist Steve Agari. So, I love Journey, so that's the third and the floor. Third and fourth. What's your favorite Journey song, John? Oh, God, there's so many. Um, don't Stop Believing. Yeah, that's that's right up there on the top of mine. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm trying to think what else. Don't stop believing Faith, is the first one. That faithfully comes is a good yeah, one. Faithfully too, is so, incredible. Faithfully. Daughtry is March fifth and sixth. You know who Daughtry is, right? Uh, he was a guy from American Idol at one yep. time, wasn't he? Yep. He's gonna be. A, he has a hell of a voice too, dude. He really does. You know who Tommy DeCarlo is, John? Not a clue. Let's see who Tommy DeCarlo is. I gotta know who. As I pulled the earbud out of my ear, I gotta know who Tommy DeCarlo is. Tommy DeCarlo. Uh, no, I can't place that name at all. That doesn't sound even vaguely familiar. No, I'm looking it up right now. Is Maybe he's an opera singer. Tommy DeCarlo. Uh, is an American singer who is the current lead vocalist of the rock band Boston. Oh, well. Yeah, so I didn't know that was him. Dennis is probably screwing. I mean, I love Boston. We're just another band out of Boston on the road to try to make ends meet. I love. So Boston. we got, we got, we got Starship. We got Journey. We got Boston. Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah. We're rock and rolling, John. These first three days, I'd be happy with Journey, Daltrey, uh, and Tommy. I feel, I feel so old. Yeah. Uh, he's there the tenth and eleventh. Uh, March 12th and 13th is Smash Mouth, John. You a big fan of Smash Mouth? Uh, is that the, that's the Shrek song. Uh, I think the, isn't it the Margarita in the Rain or whatever? Yeah, it might be. Let's see. The next up is Mike Delgaitis. Del Dice. You know who that is? Uh, it's another one that's going to be a lead singer from some band. <laughs> lead singer of 38 Special. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mike Delgais is American 
musician, best known rhythm guitarist and vocalist for the Billy Joel band. Oh, well. No. Now, is he going to have somebody singing some Billy Joel songs? or uh, if he's just... Probably going to be him. He probably gets sued by the time he's done, but... Yeah. But, no, eh. My wife loves Billy Joel, so... Yeah, I like Billy Joel, too. Uh, he's supposed to be performing at our stadium at Lincoln Financial Field, and I thought about buying tickets, and tickets, like, Ooh. all the way up in the nosebleeds cost more than a week at Disney. Yep. Uh, March 19th and 20th is Blue Oyster Cult. I like a little Blue Oyster Cult. When I, they're okay. It's yeah. the first time they've ever been there. Uh, Berlin is there the 24th and the 25th. Uh, the 26th and the 27th is the Pointer Sisters, John. Every All time, right. every time I hear the Pointer Sisters, I hear Pointer Sisters. I hear a ooh ooh from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. You remember that? I just watched that the other day for the first time in about 20 years. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, it's a it, it holds up, don't it, John? Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it, you talking about Eddie Murphy last week made me think about it, so I came across it when yeah. I was sick and watched it. So. Yeah, we watched his new movie on Netflix this week, which is pretty good, too. It's with him and Jonah Hill. It's a new movie on Netflix. It's about a, a, a white white Jewish family which is Jonah Hill marries a black family which is Eddie Murphy and it shows how their two cultures drive them nuts but it really tells a really good story it was it was a good movie yeah it was yeah, it sounds interesting it was funny I forget the name of it me and Brenda watched it last weekend uh Lou Ferrigo Figaro Lou F Louis Figaro, you know who he is? I thought you were saying Lou Ferrigno, the <laughs> actor that played uh, the Hulk, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He'd be grabbing people out of the audience and swinging them around. Let me see who Louis. I know I, this name. I want to know who this is. L -U Hulk smash. Louis. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Right. There, there's a basketball player too. Ah, da, 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 da. He's right. a singer, but it isn't saying here. Louis Figaro, he studied it. He's gained recognition. I don't know. It, it doesn't say here who he is. All right, he's an opera singer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that. Let me double check this, Louis. I gotta re re look this up, John. Alright, research. Oh, no, no. We'll be okay. Uh, I, I'd like to know who these who who I'm dealing with here, John. Luis Figaro. A two time Grammy nominated singer and songwriter of Puerto Rican origin and Latin pop. So I wanted okay. to make sure we got that right. Uh there you go. I have no he's new and do you know who Piso twenty one is, John? <laughs> You say Piso, I say Piso. It's P I S O twenty one. Paisano. Uh, no, I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, who is this? Piso twenty one is a Colombian Latin pop group. Their singles, "Mi Limaso Besadato," is the top of the charts, John. So, Piso twenty one. They're there April Fool's Day in the second. April third is the best group ever, John. TBD. You, you know uh, who TBD is, right? Uh, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, 
To be determined, John. We do oh, this every year. They don't have that date oh, yet. I was actually trying to think of a real, co- uh, real group. Duh. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah, we do that. I do that to you every time. You'll get it one of these times, John. One of these times. Uh, the seventh and eighth is Starship, featuring Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thompson. There you go. I think he just. I think he just lives here now. Yes. Yep. Uh, Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, is there the ninth and the tenth. Welcome to the Hotel California. Uh, Switchfoot's there the sixteenth and the seventeenth. I love a good Switchfoot, John. I, I have I have no idea who that is. Well, let's look it up, John. We're doing all that. I have no Switch clue who foot. it is either. We're getting old, foot John. Switch. switch foot. Switch foot. Hey, go. Would you switch your foot there, please? Switch your switch foot. An American alternative rock band from Sam. Oh, let me say it could be San Diego or San Francisco. And they're performing in Australia right now and all over the place. But it says, uh, from San Diego, California, the band members are John Foreman and lead vocalist. So, yeah, they're a local band. I've never heard of them. Uh, the Flock of Seagulls. John, I've never been a plant fan of the Flock of Seagulls. When I used to see their haircuts on MTV, I used to want to break my television, John. I wonder if they still wear their hair the same way. Yeah, guess they want the seagulls to land on top of it i don't know jody messina heads carolina tails california dude jody when we first started going to disney world that song used to play multiple trips john heads california tails heads carolina tails california ambrosia with peter beck the voice of the player oh dude i would like to there there Jody Messina's there April 23rd and 24th. April 28th and 29th is Ambrosia. April 30th and May 1st. Nothing better than some cool in the gang, John. I'd like to see some cool Man, in the they're gang. all over the place. Got some country, got some rhythm and blues, yep. got some uh, Latin flair, yep. got uh, some, uh, I don't I don't know what alternative rock. It doesn't sound like, uh, uh, you know, uh, per, quite Pearl Jam or uh, Nirvana, but nonetheless, uh Something maybe from that genre. It's a little bit of everything. A little bit country. A little bit rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's up next? Casting Crowns is there May 21st and 20th. Wait, I skipped ahead. Herman Hermits is there from May 5th and the 8th. This I should have guessed that one. That's one of the ones that has been there for, I think, like 15 years in a row. And they're from the 60s, aren't they? They've got to be getting yeah, up there. Yeah, they've been around for a long, long time. Uh, this one here, uh, AJ, I mean, the orchestra starring former members of ELO. I love the ELO. Did you like ELO? I turned to yeah, stone some of their songs. when you were gone. I turned to stone and then operate. Remember uh, Telephone? That was a good. That was a good one too, and then this one here, uh, AJ Croce. I would love to see him to see if he's anywhere near as good as his father. Did you remember Jim Croce? Yeah, I, was gonna th- yeah, I remember the Croce name, but I couldn't. I, I didn't know AJ. So yeah, that's yeah. his son. It's okay. Yeah, bad, bad Leroy Brown, and uh, he he was really good. My brother, when he used to, I remember when I was a kid, my brother would go to his girlfriend's house. I was like eight years old. He was 18 because he's 10 years older than me. Tell me he'd be out in five minutes and three times through the A-track of Croce, he'd become stumbling out the door. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
I have a feeling. I have a feeling like that might be the same thing as going and seeing Ziggy Marley instead of Bob Marley. But nonetheless, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But Croce was good, man. I loved Jim Croce. I loved all his songs. Casting Crowns. They're there May 21st and 22nd. May 26th and 27th is Jason Sheff, longtime lead singer of Chicago. I like Chicago. Oh yeah. Dude, another sex symbol like myself is going to be there May 28th and 29th. Rick Springfield. Remember him from General Hospital, dude? I wish I had Jesse's Girl. Jesse's Girl. Yep. That's the only song I know of his. Yep. Well, shows you what good looks does for you, John. <laughs> That's why you hung around so long. Uh, Plain White Tees, May 2nd, or June 2nd through 5th. The Spinners are there June 9th and 10th. Dude, the Commodores. I love the Commodores. I wish uh, Lionel Richie was still in them. But June 11th and 12th. Six... I don't think they'd be playing the Epcot Food and Wa- or Flower Garden Festival if Lionel Richie was still with them. But... Uh, uh, well, it'd still be good, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. It'd be awesome. June ele- uh, 16th and 17th is Vertical Horizon. June 18th and 19th is Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree. You know who that is? Not a clue. Tony Orlando, buddy. Oh, well, yeah, I, I can't give any respect to my, uh, my, I guess he's supposed to be my brother or cousin, yes. I'm not sure. Come on, Johnny Orlando, <laughs> you have to get Tony Orlando. Uh, uh, I wonder where Dawn is, he left Dawn out. Uh, June 23rd through the 26th is Simple Plan, uh, June 30th through July 1st is Living Keller, and then, dude, nobody, absolutely nobody better to end the festival, July 2nd and 3rd, right before the 4th of July. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> oh <laughs> do, 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 do. Remember that that song? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even Presley got up and walked away on that one, John. <laughs> but yeah, nah, dude, the concert series is good, dude. I really enjoy it when you're walking through World Showcase and all these bands are playing in the background. It really makes it... it, it it adds to the price of admission, John. It really does. I, I'm waiting for Rick Astley oh. to be out there one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brenda stuck. Did you hear Brenda? I hear, I hear something. She yelled in the room. She goes, I didn't possibly think that song could get any worse until she just heard me singing it. Oh, well. True love, isn't it, John? No, I'm telling you. True love. Yeah, it says, Tiana's Place coming to New Orleans Square at Disneyland and in 2023, John. And there's even more news here of the uh, Universal moving to Texas, John. That new park. I like competition. I yeah, I just wonder why they decided to put it in Texas instead of just buying more land here in Orlando since they already had a huge fan base here. Well, I think where... A cheap property, I would imagine. Yeah, so. I think where they would need to buy the land is already taken off. Yeah. That's yeah, it's problem. interesting. Though. I mean, you, you really could have, it seemed like they could have worked something out down there by Legoland because you already have people heading down that direction. Land's quite a bit significantly cheaper down there, but. Yeah. I guess they maybe wanted to uh, try a different part of the country, you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if that works. I, mean, I imagine it will work, but I wonder what IPs they're going to put in there. I mean, what does Universal have that's uh, child-friendly or, you know, that, that has that same type of 
um, couldn't they do maybe quality. couldn't they maybe do something else with Harry Potter young uh, I don't know about that it, and that's JK Rowling I mean she personally licensed that stuff specifically for you know those parks and stuff like that so I don't know if she'd have to write something or, or to make something up for that but I, I maybe the minions I mean yeah. they have minion mayhem here and stuff like that so maybe maybe minions and I don't know about Shrek and Donkey how much they are, but I mean all that stuff's here already. So it'll be interesting to see what what they really can put in there and what they can build off of because they'll have to have some. They have to have something endearing that people that kids want to go see and that parents are not going to get utterly bored with, you know. So yeah, well, as long as they have good food and drink, the parents will put up with it. <laughs> I'm I suppose trying, I'm trying to see here. I mean, it really looks pretty cool. I mean, there, the artist rendering looks nice. I'm trying to see if it says what they would put in there. Yeah, we, yeah. And, and what would be their central point? You know, instead of a castle or the spaceship Earth, what's going to be there? As as Mr. Uh, uh, Dennis used to say, they're weenie for the park. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Universal is typically target thrill seekers and fa and families with teenagers, but the new park puts Universal firmly into the targeted Disney audience. Families with younger children. The new concept set in lush green landscape features immersive theme land celebrated Universal's iconic brand of entertainment, humor and intervention, and brings to life its beloved characters and stories in a way that wows even the youngest. The proposal park will be designed by a more intimate and engaging for younger audience, and will be sized for a regional audience. It will be a full family-friendly, attractive, interaction, playful show, character meet-and-greets, unique, unique merchandise, fun food, beverage venues. Although smaller in size, it will carry the same quality as Universal other larger destinations. Part of the 97 acres of land recently purchased by the company, the proposed park also plans for an adjacent themed hotel and room expansions. The entire area is intended to have completely different look, feel, and scale than the original Universal Parks to appeal to the new audience. It's going to be Universal Parks and Resorts selected the city of Frisco in North Texas as an area for the new concept given the growing population ability to attract business in the area. The proposed location is new concept, ideally situated east of Dallas, north of Tollway, and north of Panther Creek Parkway. But it isn't saying uh, we are excited the opportunity to partner with the city. Uh, the new venture, Universal Parks and Resorts, with both Texas. But it isn't saying what uh, characters are looking to bring here, John. Yeah, so it's endearing characters. Well, which ones? Yes, you know? exactly. I mean, who? <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because, I mean, the, the, a lot of the stuff that they actually have in the in the parks here are licensed from other companies, or licensed IPs. They're not, I mean, like Cat in a Hat um, and, you know, all the Dr. Seuss stuff. Universal doesn't own that. That's um, licensed IPs. So, I, I mean, I know there's maybe uh, – Maybe some of the Hotel Transylvania stuff that came out, maybe Minions and stuff like that, but I don't even know how much of that they actually own. I don't know if that's all DreamWorks or if that's Universal or or what, but it'll be interesting to see because they got to have something that is going to make people want to draw people there, but it did say regional park, so 
in a way, maybe it's going to be more like um, Hershey Park up in Pennsylvania or something like that, where it's, you know, just really geared towards the people in that in that state. So. Well, this here, the artist rendering, dude, it looks beautiful. It looks like uh, there's a big water area in the middle, and it kind of reminds, it's, it's kind of like all jazzed up, kind of like the Magic Kingdom is. A little more than what Universal, you know, usually is, if you understand what I'm saying. It kind of reminds you of a lot of spinner rides and stuff like that it looks like they're going for. You know, yeah. kind of like, yeah. is that the Magic Kingdom? So, but we shall see, but... Uh, all I know is, you want a tip of what not to do? Don't try to make a Star Cruiser in some kind of Harry Potter <laughs> hotel. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, that 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 might go down as the biggest Disney flop ever, John. Well, they're working on a couple of them, Doug. So, uh, yeah. NBA Experience, the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. I mean, well, I think this Star Cruiser probably cost ten times the amount of uh, the. NBA experience. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, what about uh, your favorite uh, nighttime spectacular? So, you the, know. Dude, the, 100% they cost a gazillion dollars too, but I think the barges and the NBA experience probably didn't even cost a quarter of what that hotel did. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they try to do with that. Yeah. yeah what's it say here? We tried the new boozy berry baguette or beignet at Disney's Port Orleans Resort, John. It looks really good, dude. Yeah, I know they've got one with Bailey's Irish Cream, and I'm a fan of uh, Bailey's, so that does sound pretty tasty. Yeah, well, this one is Mardi Gras is 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 later this month to is celebrate their new berry beignet available at Disney's Port Orleans French Quarters, and it looks so so good, John. Uh, uh, what do you think it is? The berry beignet is nine dollars, and then they got a pineapple mule, dude. A pineapple mule in a little tiny glass. It's one of those small. You know how you go to a wedding and they give you your seven and seven in them small glasses. Open bar uh, drinks are two ounces. Yes. <laughs> well, well, this uh, this mule. Is one of those small glasses, and it's sixteen fifty for a pineapple mule. <laughs> Holy moly! Uh, we ordered the optional whiskey pipette. Pipetta. It's also worth noting that because we we chose the alcoholic op option, the beignet we received was just a square rather than the Mickey-shaped one in the photo. Because they have a Mickey-shaped one, the boozy one is square. So just so you guys know, and I'm sure they do that, yes, so that they can tell so they, kids they, reading it. Bingo. Yes, they want to come over and say you're doing some really horrible parenting by letting that child eat that <laughs> boozy one. So, but anyway, they got new beignets over there. I'm like, I love when they add new stuff like that, John. Yeah, if you got to add sweets, so uh, let's uh, let's put some booze with the sweets. I there agree. A hundred percent, Johnny. I don't see much else besides Eagles going to Super Bowl, John. I, I, I think I've heard that. Rumor has it. Uh, so we will not be recording next week at this time. No, we'll be recording Saturday next week. We even know, oh, i got to figure this out. i got a birthday party next Saturday. Yeah, we, we could record this time next week. The Super Bowl is not till 6, dude. Until 6.30, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I don't need yeah. to hear all the bull crap during the day. 
because it's going to be 99% Kansas City, and uh, they'll probably find a way to talk about Brady three-quarters of the day next week. <laughs> well, Brady once stepped on this field, and he walked over to this side. He took a poop in each one of these bathrooms in the stadium. Uh, I'm sure they're going to name some of the, in the Arizona stadiums, a couple rest stalls after them. You know what I'm saying, John? Indeed. Garden Rocks concert lineup. We got all this, Johnny. All righty. Yeah, we're pretty good. Uh, graduating class, get their mouse hats. Graduating class from the Disney's Honor Program, which is cool. So, I don't know. It was a pretty good week, John. How's Lisa doing? Uh, she's fine. Finally started radiation. Um, uh, she's just had one or two treatments so far. So uh, we'll find out this week. Uh, she's got a full week and how it's going and stuff like that. But uh, so far, it's an hour drive. Sit there for 15 minutes. An hour drive back. So now I've got to I've got to try to avoid her and JJ stopping to get lunch every day. <laughs> so, okay, once a week, baby. Once a week. God, no, not every day. So. Jeez, oh, pack them a lunch, John. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, You ain't doing uh, enough already. You know, you you got to get up a couple hours earlier to pack their lunch so they don't stop to eat, John. Something. Uh, Anyhow, uh, other than that, uh, everything is going okay. So we'll we'll see. It's good to hear, Johnny. Uh, Hopefully, uh, we hit Powerball soon, John, so you can uh, retire. All right, sounds like a winner. Uh, I'm trying to play it for us, John. So, but anyhow, everybody root for the birds. Everybody, be, and and I think Patrick Mahomes is faking it, John. <laughs> He's fan bagging. Uh, dude, did you go? If you get a chance, everybody, look at his press. Con- First of all, with a high ankle sprain, you do not run 18 mile an hour at the end of that game with a high ankle sprain. I'm sorry. Second of all, watch his press conference. He's not paying attention. He's limping the whole day until he don't need the limp. I mean, he's out there doing a Broadway play, I think, trying to get attention. But if you watch the press conference, after he's done talking, he literally stands up. He's on his phone texting. He walks out of there like not a limp in the world, John. 100% perfect after the press conference. Walking all over. Not He's not paying attention. If, if somebody had said something to him, I guarantee he would have started limping. So I think it's... Bull pucky. I think he sprained his ankle, but I, I think it was reported way worse than what it was. So, that's my opinion, John. All righty. So, anyway, everybody be kind to one another. John has to go into What store are you headed into now? None. I'm going into the house. Oh, you're home and you got this good of reception? I'm telling you. This is awesome, dude. This is, I think this first time in six years you've had this good of reception at home. Yeah, if I ever get to a point where I have weekends again, maybe we could work it back to 9 o'clock recordings on Sunday morning. Yeah, it would be phenomenal, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? Uh, you're off Thursdays and Fridays now? I am indeed. Thursdays and Fridays. Try to pick up overtime every once in a while, but for the most part, those will be the days. Yeah, Usually Friday, you could probably pick up overtime anytime you want to on Friday, I would say. That's what I honestly thought, but I haven't found one yet. Oh, so. <laughs> there you go. That's why I went to Thursdays and Fridays. I thought for sure these would be easier to pick up. And guess what? I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And don't you hate when that happens? Uh Uh-huh. 
But anyway, again, everybody be kind to one another. Tell Lisa she's in our prayers. Go birds, and we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Tell uh, tell Mom happy 89th birthday. God bless yeah, you. Happy birthday, Mommy. And uh, fold your strollers, right, John? Yeah, please. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.